You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Mrs. Okeke, for this invitation. It's good to be home. What a privilege. Hallelujah. To be in my father's house. Hallelujah. Son of the soil. Amen. We are seeds that came out of him. Thank God for this fantastic exposition from Pastor Olu. Thank you very much, sir. Amen. So I don't need to go back to the book of Esther. He made a precise and a surgical analogy and delivery of God's word for the moment. So you see, there is nothing really new under the sun. We may think that Nigeria's situation or what you are going through is something special. No, not really. There's nothing new under the sun. What you see today in Nigeria and in so many places actually began right from the Garden of Eden. Somebody invaded that space. A lawless person invaded the space. And then in the time of Esther, you had a Haman that came in and who just kind of felt that, you know, I don't like your face. I don't kill you. I kill all your people. It's always been, there's a seed inside us that provokes the world. There's a spirit in us. And a lot of times we miss the point. We miss the point that it is about the spirit that is really in us. And many times we go into our default mode of the flesh. Thank you, sir, for that word. If we operate that way, you will never be able to, you can't resolve the issues of wickedness and evil on this earth. If you go by the flesh, because the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of, of strongholds. Hallelujah. Today we see an assault. And an invasion of our space by incredibly wicked and, and very evil elements. To decimate, to occupy, to oppress people and systems of our land and our polity. In Nigeria, it comes in different forms. All kinds of lawlessness. Rascality, physically, rascality, economically, rascality, politically, madness, legally. And all of these things are happening. And, and, and many times we... We forget the seed that we are and who we are. It's the way things happen in, in Eden. When there was an invasion of that space. The Bible says that after Eve ate it, she turned and gave it to her husband. So he wasn't far away. He was there. He saw a stranger come into the place. 
It was a space God had given to him and given over to him. Gave him a garden to tend. Like he has given us a garden to tend. And when the serpent was coming with his wiliness and all of his agenda and plans, God did not interrupt. Some of us are crying so hard and it looks like, where is God? He's not going to interrupt. Because he passed a mandate to us. We are made of him. We never die. We can change clothing. But we never die. The essence of what God makes God is in us. So he didn't interfere. He didn't interfere. He didn't interrupt it. He watched to see what Adam was going to do. In the end, our response determines outcomes. If we don't do what we need to do, we will fail, our families will fail, and Nigeria will fail. And that will take nothing from God. He will still be God. I, I want to take time to just say a little bit about the state of the nation and the state of the church. So that we can understand that nothing is new under the sun. Our responses will still matter on the outcomes. If we don't do right, we will lose the garden. Like Adam and Eve lost the garden. It wasn't a question of poverty. Eden had everything. Everything. So it's not poverty. It's not a poverty issue. It's not even really a knowledge issue in the end. Because God came every day in the cool of the day to educate Adam. If all of those things come, always learning but never coming to the knowledge of truth. If that is what we have become, then it is useless. The word that we have received is useless to us because it never got deployed. It was a different spirit in Mordecai that made him refuse to bow. The word was in action. And every time we make a stand, it becomes an altar. An altar is not a place built with stones. It's a stand taken. When Caleb and Joshua made a stand, immediately it, that was an altar erected. Wherever an altar is erected, God shows up. Adam did not talk. He made no stand. There was no invitation, invitation of God into that space. So God stayed. When you make a stand, God shows up. When Caleb made a stand, God showed up. Everything changes when God shows up. Hallelujah. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat and winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. The cycles of life. The cycle of times. Hallelujah. The cycle of extremes. Of cold and heat. Of seasons of summer and winter. Hallelujah. Of days. And night. Events will continue to happen. But they don't define us. If we continue to react to events, we will never fulfill purpose. The value and the virtue of God on the inside of us is not subject to events.
That's why we are called to be salt and light. As salt, we change the nature of a place, the standards on that place. Light brings illumination, but much more than illumination. The light of the world is not a candle, even though Jesus spoke of a candle before. Hello? The light of the world is the sun. The sun does more than illuminate. It releases energy that makes life possible. It determines life on the earth and motion and phenomena. That's what we and that's what we are. <laughs> we are light. Light of the world, not the candle that gives illumination. But the power of God that doesn't just illuminate, but determines the electromagnetic force. And every happening that sustains and gives life. I'm trying to paint a picture of us first. So we understand who we are, where we are coming from. What God expects of us in a place like this. In spite of events. Because the events never stop. There's nothing new under the sun. Wickedness. The Bible says that in this end times. Evil men shall wax worse not stronger see our mind interprets it to being stronger no evil men will not get stronger they will wax what worse we are the antidote are the antidote to this because i i want you to for us to get a grasp of who we are because what we allow will happen what adam allowed happened what we allow in Nigeria will happen. No one is coming. There was nobody beyond Mordecai. So he took a place and said, I'm not going to bow. It's not a matter of bowing to you. It's a matter of placing you in the place of God, which I will not do. It is fundamental. Hallelujah. There's something fundamental happening in this country and many of us haven't gotten it. We're running like crybabies whining before God. It's not wailing. Prayer is not begging God. It's not weeping before God. That's not prayer. Prayer is a board meeting between the board chairman and his sons. You don't go to a courthouse. Any lawyers in this place? When you go to the courthouse, it's not a begging competition. You don't lie down and dobale and beg the judge. And if you do the Nigerian thing, begin to cry. Just start crying. And do those deep racks. <sighs> when you finish, they will still sentence you. In the courts, you present a case. When we stay in the boardroom, we have a meeting with the board chairman. Part of the meetings in the board room, when there is a board meeting, is an assessment of what was done before. The purpose that was given. What have you achieved from the last instruction of the board given? If you are looking for additional capacity or resources, you will have to defend it. Am I talking to anybody here? So there is a situation in which when we go before the 
the, the, the courts of heaven, when we come in the presence of the Father, it's not a begging competition. You, you don't spend 90 days or 100 days just praying. What we call prayer, which is begging. No, you come because God will not do anything outside of his word. Anna cried hot tears. She didn't bring it. She remembered and looked at the word of God. And she said to God, ah, this crying is not helping me, but God, you know, you don't have a very good priest and a prophet. Give me a son and I give you a prophet, sir. And God said, deal. The woman with the issue of blood. It's not the 12 years she had suffered. Those things don't bring the response from God. It's not your tears that respond, that bring response to God. It's your faith. Faith is not what you believe. It's what you do. As a result of what you believe. Father, give me more faith. You mean God make me willing. You see, faith is you. The measure of faith has been given to us all. Bouncers. Like Peter. They are hard guys. Very hard. They have no pity. And she knew that I can't get near Jesus with this man. I can't talk to him. I can't get an appointment. She says if I can only. She changed the rules. If I can change. If I can touch the hem of his garment. I'll be made whole. I don't know. We were not told the number of people that stepped on her, matched her, pushed her, fragile and everything. Somebody elbowed her. Come on, forward, my friend. This is Naja. Who be you? Who you are? Who be yes? She continued until she touched it. No permission from Jesus. Power left. Faith always gets a permission. Oh Lord, come and save our country. He will not. You've got a job to do. And it's not a believing thing. It's an action thing. Based on believing. How do you tell a man who was brought in? He couldn't walk. He was, in, he was carried on a stretcher. He said, rise up, take up your bed. and go. Why didn't he say be healed? Lepers. If you enter the city, you'll be stoned to death. He said, go show yourself to the priest. Faith was beginning to go to the priest's house. Faith was getting up. Everything in his body said, you will go die. He got up and tried to put his feet down. And he put his foot down and he was healed. And something is... It's a desecration of Nigeria space by the blood of the innocents that have been killed. I don't know about you. All the women being raped multiple times. Last week, about 10 women were raped by about 200 women, brought back to Kaduna. They were still bleeding. And we don't even talk about those things. We're just talking about how many people died. There's a desecration of our space. You know, I'm trying to get you charged up. I will get you charged up. I need you to understand that nobody's coming. You are it. 
you are the Mordecai. If you act like Adam, the devil will have his way and you will lose your deposit and your abode. And you will carry on with your plan B, plan C, and plan D. You carry yourself and go. I want to say something here. There's nothing wrong in running away when you don't have faith. It's actually foolish to stay when you have no faith. That's why in the time of Gideon, God said, let those that are afraid go home. Oh God, go home. You are not under condemnation. The one thing I want you to understand today, you are not going to be under condemnation. Because if you are afraid, go home. Pack your family, go to Canada. Okay, let's not call it. Go overseas. Go somewhere else. Okay? Wherever you want, just go. And go without guilt. Go without guilt. I'm talking to governors, not spectators. That makes all the difference. If I'm speaking to the whole church, I won't talk like this. I'm a little bit, you must forgive me for being a little hard this morning. Because I'm talking to governors. If I was talking to spectators and all the congregation, I will simmer down small. But somebody's red eye is supposed to show and it's not showing. We are making fun out of people being killed. Out of children. 444 children were taken. I don't know how in a country of this madness while the president was in that place they carried 444 children how did they even how do you transport 444 and listen listen katsina is not a bakaliki in bakaliki in abakaliki they have forests katsina is open so it's it's open you can't miss you can't carry 400 children and you have something a madness is happening in our country and we just simply go back to our WhatsApp and Facebook and social media and make fun of it. It's not fun with the children. It's not fun. Two, three weeks ago, or two weeks ago on, on, on Arise TV, and uh, as Tunjun was talking, she started weeping. I, it was unprecedented in Nigeria for what happened in Tegina. Two three-year-olds, they returned them back in the bush, from the bush because two and three-year-olds could not walk. So they returned them and carried the four-year-olds upwards to the place. Then asked for these children that they would pay 200 million to get them back in a school where the school fees is 200 naira per month. No, it was on TV. The principal was there. I said, most of the children, their parents could not afford the 200 naira per month. So the principal pays the money in Tegina. Here. In Niger State. Somebody say governors. You see, I'm talking to you. Something has to happen. I need something to snap up in you. When Moses was in front of the Red Sea with the whole horde of Israel, and Pharaoh was coming with his armor tanks of chariots. And Moses turned because they, shot, they tried to show him that these are area boys with 400 years experience. Moses, you try, eh? No graves in Egypt. So you brought us here. So we can die without burial. No burial. Moses, what thing you take? You see, those guys are hard. After 400 days, they have no fear. No wonder God had to simmer him for 40 years. Because, you know, before the first one finished, 
his head would be rolling on the floor if it was the old Moses. So God had to simmer him down. So Moses turned, God, now you send me. As he was about to say, Father, in the name of... He said, shut up. Why are you talking to me? Moses, why do you speak to me? Tell the people to go forward. That's what I'm trying to do here. Hallelujah. That's what this in, in times like this. What does it mean to go forward? But I won't do that now. I just want to paint a picture of who you are. Hallelujah. Who you are. Mordecai knew who he was. And in knowing who he was, it informed on his actions. And those actions are very important for us. Hallelujah. Because if we don't know who we are and our heritage and the seed that we represent, hallelujah, we are going to be in a lot of trouble. Amen. So I just want us to get this clear. Just a minute. I just want to get my, my device working. I don't know why it's uh, getting hooked up here so that my references can come forth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Mordecai spoke to his people. And they started to prepare to go forward. Spoke to Esther. Esther, you are an option, but if you don't do it, God still has options. People, God has options. He's just waiting to see. What happened was that Mordecai took responsibility. Governors take responsibility. Men take responsibility. I'm sorry, I'm not being chauvinistic. But the first to be asked and responsible and accountable on this earth are men. I'm not saying women are not important, but listen, let's place the responsibility where it is. It was Eve that took the, the fruit and ate. But that's not the first person God asked. God asked the man, have you eaten of this? Irresponsibility number two was to shift the blame again to his wife. It's a principle. What's happening to Nigeria? Guys, what's up? God is Buhari, is boo-boo. The man is killing us. Boo-boo is killing us. Is, really? Have you undone what I asked you to do? How did that happen in the first place? Nothing happens just like that. Everything, people of God, everything has a cause and an effect. This world, when God made it, he knew who the devil was, but he allowed him in. Why? Because Adam could deal with him. You are playing games. Premier League. La Liga. World Cup. With the person you should be taking out. We waited, small by small. You know, it's over 10 years since Boko Haram hit the country. Like play, like play. We don't reach here now. Eh? Three weeks ago, they hit Kubwa and got two people near Living Faith Church. You remember that? Hmm? Two days later, they were hitting Lugbe. They've entered the city. What have we been doing? Our children have now become the what? 
the points of negotiation with terrorists? What does a 14-year-old girl know? She's taken. Four men raped her. She has two kids now, Leah Sharibu. She stood her ground. Do we have men in Nigeria? Where are the Mordecai's? What will David do? He said, bring me the effort. They cried from morning to night. Nobody can cry like Nigerians. We have carried into the prayer. Father, ah, father. You know, we, we cry in Hausa, in Ibo and Yoruba. We have different kind of sound. <gasps> oh, father. People. God gives to us examples in scripture. David watched the people cry till morning, from morning to night. God said nothing. And God was watching. God watched when those Boko Harams came to Ziklag. Carried off that family and went. They came back. It wasn't that he was just, he wasn't silly. He went to fight a war with the Philistines. Because he was taking care of his people. But he came back and found a situation. They cried and cried. Nothing happened. He said, bring me the effort. People, that's where the, that's where the answer begins. Bring me the effort because I need to hear from God. He also understood one thing. God is not coming to deliver them. It's not his job. I know who I am, God. I'm a warrior. You gave me responsibility over these people. Like he did to Adam. Responsibility over the garden. God transferred a mandate to us. We are the seed of God. Take care of this garden. Jesus said, watch and what? And pray. He didn't say pray and pray. Watch and pray does not mean sit down look. Watch means take responsibility. It contains every step needed. Nigeria's constitution says whatever you do to a person that comes to kill you or your family is permitted in law to stop. It's called self-defense. Our children are taken away. If those 444 kids were the children of the senators and members of House of Rep and Buhari himself, do you think we're going to stay 24 hours? But in the absence, God looks to the governors. Creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. We're not going to push this responsibility away again. It will be foolhardy for you to fight this in the flesh. But fight you must. We must fight. We must bring it to it because you know what? We have the mandate and the authority and the responsibility to bring a stop to rascality and madness and insanity and evil. It's our job. Mordecai could have gone into his house. He watches the gate. 
his own monthly cut will come. He will eat nice and good. But he knew that that was not his place. Ships come into harbors, but ships were not made for harbors. Ships are made for the high seas. They also come to the harbor. This is why now, every one of us should be outraged. David said, it's my job to go get them back. I just need clearance. Should I pursue and overtake? God added number three. He said, pursue, overtake, and recover all. What this land is, there's no land like it in the whole of Africa. Nigeria alone has all the seven vegetational zones from the mangrove swamp, salty, from Potakot, Bielsa. You move on to the forest, the rainforest. Then you come to the what? The Guinea, the savannah of the Middle Belt area. Then you move to the semi-arid and even the desert at the tip of Sokoto and Kazana. All this vegetation, anything can be grown. Date palms in the desert, right down to everything else in the south is growable. Our diversity is not a curse but a blessing. It makes us invincible. Because if you can hit the thief man, you can't hit the Isekiri. If you touch the Yoruba, you cannot touch the Igbo. All of them have a certain thing about them. And that is by, 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 by physical standards. Our, our diversities and strengths makes it impossible for lunatics from the Sahel to enter this land. They don't even know what book is. The audacity of crossing Daura and Sokoto and Maiduguri and coming right through to the middle bed and, and they are in Lagos. They are in Okitipupa. They are in what? They are in, they are, they are, they are in, they are in Potakot. Something is wrong. How does 5% hold 95% to ransom? If we don't even talk about scripture, we are talking about Nigerian constitution alone. Shall 5% hold 95% to ransom? If it was 5% or 95%, then we go and pray, oh God, come. Even by natural means, something went wrong with our values that made it possible for scoundrels to come from the desert and take over our land. They can even cause our churches to be shut down for emergency declared over a place. We can't take that. We can't do that. By the time you bring in heaven it's a walkover and a wipe out it's not for defense anymore when you bring heaven it is to establish foundations and buildings for generations to come you are the light you are the salt 
the spirit of God is upon me, of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. We are the first line of action against poverty by God. To heal the broken hearted. To give sight to the blind. It's not just about knowledge. It's also about people that need divine healing. To preach liberty to the captives. By reason of the word. Holds are broken in the lives of people. To set at liberty them that are oppressed. That means when there is a situation where a stronger people or by reason of their entities or their, their, their administration can exact oppression on others. God expects you and I, the church, to fight it. The people to lead justice is night are the sons of God. This onslaught, this assault, this invasion of our space is taking place on four different systems and components. The spiritual. Before they moved in, I know for a fact, at least 200 marabouts were flown in from Senegal into this country to prepare the ground five years ago. 2017. They understand that to take a country, they move and connect with their spiritual power. And here we are. But this morning, I just, I just want to stay on the aspect of who we are. I just want to paint that picture for you a bit. So David got his marching orders go. He came back, reorganized himself. He closed the effort, gave it back to the priest, Abiathar, and then he started the work. We're going to talk about that maybe a bit later, but I just want to paint this picture that nobody is coming. You are the Mordecai. You are the Adam. So what you do with the devil that has invaded your space is a different thing. I'm talking to us here. Our children and the women are not the ones God demands to lead. It's you and I. Spiritually, we must take the lead. Politically, we must take the lead. Economically, we must take the lead. Legally, we must take the lead. I'm sorry, guys. There are some things that you can talk all the grammar you want on Facebook. If you don't file a case in court to reverse a policy by the government, that policy will pass through. They will ban you and unban you. Like government of bandits. And there's nothing you can do. You will, for want of what to do, you turn it into comedy. Then you begin to make cartoons and post it around. It's not a laughing matter, but we make it into a laughing matter. The thing pass, water pass, Gary, you say, oh, Nacho, now play with the play. Or Gano be play with the play. For what is happening right now, guys? And physically too. Our kids can't be taken and we are sitting down here doing nothing. If you look at the chariot of fire with Elisha, 
The chariots of fire did not do anything. They were there. They just said, open his eyes that. The chariots of fire are always about the sons of the kingdom. The heirs of the kingdom, always. There is the chariots of fire there. It's what you say. Then Elisha said, God, I want to make them blind. It was the word he uttered. The chariots didn't go to fight. They didn't start killing the people. They were there for him to know that the capacity of heaven and its backup is with you. What are you going to do? He said, no, don't kill them. Lead them. God, make them blind. Then they led them to the place. When they opened their eyes and found themselves in the center of their enemy, who could kill them? He said, don't kill them. Give them food to eat. They ate the food. The Bible said they never again returned to Israel. But God waited for the judgment to be done by the sons of the kingdom. When he demanded it, David went and fought. He killed people and rescued his people. We shrink at some of those things. Guys, the job of a man is not easy. Abraham, with the people, in over 300 people in his house, when, he was, when Lot was taken, five kings attacked him. He belted, he said, everybody, get up. They went out and got Lot back and his family. It's what God expects of you and me. Now, how we do it is a different thing. We'll talk about that next. But right now, guys, it's time to know it's our call, not God's call. David knew it's my call now, God. I know what my job is and I'm going to do it. Just, am, I, am I okay to go? He said, God said, go. Who do you think arranged for that Egyptian who was left by the fleeing guys that carried them? It was God now. God arranged it so that intel can be given to him. There are things, there are chariots everywhere. But nothing is activated until we move. People, I, I speak to you. Dust up your files, lawyers. There's going to be a lot of cases in the next two years that you need to be involved with. Politicians in our midst, it's not the time to fold your hands. What is the freedom of this country worth to you? Is it worth you sinking your difference between you and your brother? And say, we may have been fighting before, but you know what? We need to come together and beat these scoundrels at their game. Money will have to be down. With equipment, organization, and know-how. And after that, we can go and take back our land. In times like this, you go for broke. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. We can't take this nonsense. Where's the problem from? If the problem is from the leadership, then this leadership has to be neutralized. Spiritually, politically, economically, legally, it has to be. And possibly, as God has done twice, he neutralized two presidents. What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? Why do we go up and down and, and we are weeping like, we are whining like we have a dead God? People, when you walk, when people look at you, they should shiver. Because you come out of the presence of God. They came, 1,000 people to arrest Jesus. He said, who are you looking for? Uh, we are looking for Jesus. He said, I'm here. 1,000 fell. 
See, before then, he was in Gethsemane. But Gethsemane was specific. At that point, he was prepared to die for the purpose of God. That released the angels of heaven. He said, I am he. Why are we running in our rooms and whispering, speaking in whispers? Let us pray, let us pray, let us pray. Let's just pray. They may hear us, they may hear us. No. There is a vileness in the land we will not and cannot accommodate. There is a desecration of Nigeria that has gone for 10 years and nobody's going to shut me up and shut you up. There's a part to you you have caged and that's the lion. Hallelujah. You cage the lion and you brought up the lamb. You're supposed to be a lamb to God, not to evil. You don't go to God with pride because he will resist you and give grace to the humble. That's why you are a lamb. You're not a lamb before the devil. Lions roar. Governors, we have a job to do. It's time to do it. In all of these five ways. We must lead spiritually. We must take steps politically. We must take steps economically. We must take steps legally. And believe it or not. We must take steps. Physically. You come near my wife, I will kill you. I will pump action on your body, pray for you to wake up and I'll shoot you again. I got a mandate from God. It's not to watch you rape our women and our children. I just need the disposition to change. The attitude needs to change. There must be an outreach. How? You hold interviews and you laugh like the, the lives of people dying means nothing. You lead a country. Something is wrong. I'm saying this because just like God watched Gideon, he was stewing himself under fire. White threshing flower. The angel of God came, sat under the terebinth tree and was watching the guy fuming by himself. God is watching you fume and you are crying and you are weeping. Nothing is going to happen until you wake up to your responsibility as governor, as sons of the kingdom. Because Nigeria awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. And that power is spiritual, it's political, it's economic, it's legal and it's physical. All of us. Return to the gym and exercise. Do stuff. If anyone comes near you, I'm teaching, I'm teaching my children to hear. I teach them how to deal with the devil. Beat the daylight out of him spiritually. Hallelujah. Go and walk in that gym. So that if you have to carry something. And break his head on three ways. What do you think David will do today? If he was in Nigeria. I'm asking you. What do you think he will do? All our whinings, hey, Baba, ah, Baba, oh Lord. Hey. No, 
let the lion arise on the inside of us. As lion of Judah as he was, he submitted to the father in the place of prayer. This is a bad one, Lord, but you know what, sir? I ask of you. I wish this thing will pass. But since I have to go through it, not my will. But your will be done. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the God whom we serve is able. Number two, he will deliver us. Organ number three, if he doesn't, we will not bow. If God doesn't show up, you are not going down. Show up as in what you expected him to do. There was no word of prophecy to Jonathan. He saw his father listlessly sitting under a tree with 600 troops doing nothing. He looked around. He couldn't ask. He couldn't talk to his father. He turned to the armor bearer and said, are you with me? This status quo is not acceptable and we are not going to stop by it. The two of them left. See this room here is filled with governors. I see people who in this room can change this country. I am not speaking to you as the father's church. I speak to you as governors of heaven. I speak to you as sons of the kingdom. All across this city, there are believers and sons of God for whom Nigeria is awaiting. If you decide enough is enough, we will move to the next stage. Which is so, what do we do now? But right now, the scripture says that as he is, so are we in this world. For God has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Can you stand on your feet? Father, thank you for your word. We thank you for the word in season. There is never a time you don't have a plan. And there is never a time we don't have options. We have options today. Father, we open our eyes to those options that we may walk with them. You have placed the mirror of your word to us and before us today. So we can see into the perfect law of liberty not bondage. That we can step up our game. We won't lose our Eden like Adam did by the grace of God. We will step forward like Mordecai did. And Haman was hung on the gallows he prepared. Those that prepared gallows for Nigerians, they will be hung on those gallows in the name of Jesus. You said to David, pursue, overtake, and recover all. And Jesus has sent us with a mandate. Church, because of the anointing upon us, we must step out with that anointing. Father, thank you. We receive that mandate. We embrace it. God, we rise up. You didn't give us a spirit of fear, of love, of power, and of a sound mind. We're not messed up on the inside, Lord. Grace and grace upon grace is upon us. We rise up to our responsibility. We watch, we pray, as we communicate, as we connect with you, as we commune with you, that we can see purpose 
realized in our world. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 07-03-15-88404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you